What's up, you guys? Um, this is Living Fit with your host, Pam Greshock, and I have my wonderful, beautiful friend here, Anna Tigray. Hi, Anna. Oh, it's an honor, and it's a pleasure to finally, you know, visit with you a little bit because we're so busy. But I know. Amazing. Yeah. So Anna is a longtime friend of mine and, you know, on living fit here, I want to really highlight a lot of people that um, live a fit life with all aspects of their life going on. So Anna is a, is a fitness model now, and she has been as long as I've known her for, I don't know, gosh, it's been 20 years. Um, she is a retired national NPC figure competitor. Um, she also is a homeschooling mom of three, a business owner, is this sounds so cool? Like all said out, it's like, wow. Um, she's a business owner <laughs> um, and a clothing designer. So she, she has a clothing business, which I love. So if you guys follow me at all, I post about her leggings. They are so good. Um, she designed those and I love, I have loved seeing the process of that, you know, the evolution of her leggings and her clothing line. Um, and she has a lot of really awesome healing stories of her own and her husband. So, um, Anna, I just wanted to bring you on today to kind of conversate on how do you manage, you know, all of these things. So you just, you benefit as model as long as I've known you beautiful person inside and out and stunning photos. You happen to have an amazing photographer husband. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so how do you, I mean, how do you, how do you juggle, juggle that, um, you know, like kind of taking care of yourself and, and doing all of, all of these things. So maybe we can start there. You know, and that's a loaded question because I'll tell you my husband and I, on a weekly basis, we discuss what is balance. Like what, what is balance? What does that really truly look like? And do we ever achieve it? And I feel like it's all evolving and it's going to change what it looks like depending what season you are in your life. And I think the most important thing is that if you, if you feel like you are um, taking care of all aspects of your life, regardless of how much time you devote to each thing, because that will change. I feel like you, you have some balance. And I can tell you right now that whenever I, I'm not prioritizing my fitness, I feel off balance. And yeah. so that is something, um, you know, and, and people might say, but you, you look great and you're busy and, you know, they, they'll come up with excuses for me. I don't need to, but it, it doesn't matter. It's, it's really not about a look, but it's how you feel, how you feel towards yourself, you know, your self-esteem, but also just um, who you are. Yeah. Uh, I, I think moms, we get lost in our kids for sure. and our responsibilities Mm -hmm. Um, and so I found out, you know, in, in, a, in a past five years, since I became a mom, um, how important it is. And it's truly a top priority for me. Uh, now I don't spend two hours at the gym anymore, like I used to, yeah. but so how has that, that changed? You know, like, so how, how do you fit that in? What, cause I, I know I've seen you post like all your motivational stuff and you know, you're like, you have to fill your own cup first and, and, you know, right. and you're, you're kind of, you, you definitely, you know, you walk that talk. So like, how has that changed from, cause I know it's changed for me, but how's that changed for you from like competing? Cause that's when we used to do, I mean, that's how we oh, met gosh. each other we used to do three hours of workouts a day. And that's our life surround was surrounded with fitness and now sure. it's different. Yes. <clears throat> you know, and I think it changes um, with your mindset, you know, back then it is just, it's such a selfish sport. And, and 
not like that I'm saying it's in a bad way, oh, no. but it yeah. is. It's self-focused, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. in order to be successful, you have to prioritize yourself and everything comes second to that. Um, when I retired, I kept modeling and I didn't have kids. And so I, in many ways, I just continue on with the yeah. same kind of, you know, outlook. And so when I became a mom, that all changed. And for those that don't know, uh, I became a foster mom and, and then an adoptive mom. So my kids came, you know, a little, slightly different than other people. So I didn't, I didn't have the pregnancy and the hormones and that, but um, I, well, there are many that other also, stressors. <laughs> that was also different though for you too, because it was like sudden, you know, I mean, and, and I mean, you prayed about it and it, and it obviously was right. God's plan and it worked out, but it wasn't like you said, like when you get pregnant, you're like, oh, I got nine months and I can do this. And you were just like, oh, here's yeah, it. Here it is. Here yeah. is. And, then I, and then I went from one kid to three um, overnight, uh, yeah. that was, that was really when my life completely changed yeah. since then. And, uh, my kids, um, they were all toddlers at the time. So my girls didn't come to me as newborns. Mm -hmm. And so it, it's, um, definitely a bigger adjustment because you're taking kids that already have us personalities developed and you're getting to know each other and like that. So that's a whole nother show, but I realized then how easy it is to miss workouts, to not prioritize yourself, to not feel like that's truly important. Yeah. Um, and then to come to the realization that it is, it is truly important because I can't do my job and do it well mm -hmm. um, if I don't take care of myself first. Now, what that looks like sometimes yeah is a lot of what you post, mm -hmm. which is just do something. 20 minutes anything. a day, yeah. Mm -hmm. Just sometimes it can be walking the dogs for me, you yep. know, on my own, uh, it, my time, you mm -hmm. know, uh, it could be stretching, it could, could be whatever, whatever it is. I, I just finally joined a gym <clears throat> that has childcare. I had mm -hmm. been without childcare for yeah. almost two years. That made me, that made it very, very hard because I do prefer lifting weights and sure. heavy. I, that's, you know, that's our jam. Feel, right. It makes me feel a certain way. <laughs> yes. and, you know, it's all those triggers. And so, but I feel like God put me through that season for a reason as well. Yeah. And knowing that I made it through and um, just learning up, again, a lot about what you post is that you know, I can do this even if it's not optimal, like what, what I thought it would be. So it's not three hours, but it's 20, 30 minutes in just actually prioritizing myself and honoring that, you know, I do matter and my body and my, and my, my fitness and my health. And so then you turn around and honestly, you have more patience, you have more creativity, oh, yeah. you have more of everything to give, you know, yep. to your kids and your husband. And yeah. Cause I think, I think in general, I think society just kind of allows, um, allows people to just kind of say, Oh, we'll put fitness to the side and you know, Oh, it doesn't matter. Or you almost sometimes I think, do you feel this way as a mom? You almost feel selfish. You have to fight that a little bit for that time. Oh. Yeah. So what's what like, so, so like, do you usually just kind of fit it in whenever do you just, um, you know, just to have a plan like in the morning, 
So um, I am terrible at just doing the whenever. Like yeah, I found out <laughs> it doesn't work for me. Yeah. So my days are extremely scheduled. Mm-hmm. And, and so, and especially with homeschooling and running my oh, own business, yeah. um, it, it just doesn't get done. And I tried, I am kind of a free spirit if, you know, yeah. but it, it doesn't work anymore. It's yeah. not just me. No. So I definitely, you know, what helps is that um, the gym I go to, you have to actually sign up for childcare. So you have to choose oh. your slot. Oh, that's and good. Yeah. That is good because it's like, absolutely. <laughs> and then what I do is I walk in I drop them off and I go straight to my workout because mm-hmm. they get an hour and 45 minutes. And then when I'm done, I sit down and I might be on my phone for a while. It's yeah. just quiet. I have yeah. no questions Good for you. So I, I spend time with my husband sometimes, you know, yep. um, if we go together. So um, I, I feel like discipline is very much needed in mm-hmm. order to then have your free time at the end of the day feeling very, very accomplished. So for me, it's absolutely. Now, if for some reason I miss that, then I try to do the fit in here or there. That's when I use, you know, jog with the dogs or something like that, right. just right. as my activity. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you just kind of, you have to have that structure. So that's awesome that they have that um, accountability for you there. Uh, and I wanted to talk about kind of like how do you fit, um, you know, okay. So first of all, you are a designer. And when I met you, that was one of the first things I remembered about you was, um, now where, where are you originally from? So I'm originally from Brazil mm-hmm. and I moved to the U.S. when I was 20 to go to fashion school in L.A. Mm-hmm. I went to FITM. And at the time, I just loved fashion. And so I wanted to go to fashion school. Um, Soon after I graduated and I started working in San Diego as a designer, that's when I got into fitness. And honestly, because I had gained a bunch of weight. (laughs) Yeah. Going from my home, you know, diet to the American diet in college. Yeah, uh, I definitely gained weight, didn't know how to deal with it. And so I became very interested and then I became very passionate. I ended up quitting my job as a designer to become a personal trainer. I managed the gym mm. and that's when I found out about competing. And at the time, because it was a million years ago, exactly, um, it was only fitness and obviously I had no like gymnast skills or anything. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, and then right the next year they started figure and okay. I'm like, Oh, I can do that. Even yeah, though yeah, for sure. I was definitely not built for the sport. Mm-hmm. I willed my body into that mold. <laughs> yes. I know you, you were hard. Mm-hmm. It Perfect. took me many years to get to a point where I was uh, competitive at the national level, like that's where we met. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know that you kind of did the same thing. Oh yeah. Um, and I, I do not regret it. I've mm-hmm. learned so much about myself and what I can accomplish. Now, not every aspect of that sport is healthy. Sure. And there yeah. was definitely things I had to overcome and deal with afterwards but it was uh, definitely a pivotal point in my life. But 
when I was competing <clears throat> and training people, um, one of the problems for me was finding fitness where I like. Yeah. And so that's when I started my first company and, and started what was it called? Very, it was, very small. It was Via I, Brazil. No, the first company I had was called Physique Brazil. It okay. was me and my sister. And that, that I started that in 2007. Mm-hmm. And, and then um, I was working with my sister, didn't really work out. Yeah. <laughs> just because sometimes family. Yep. And then I, I had to shut it down. I was going through a divorce. It was a dark time in my life. Mm-hmm. And then I restarted a couple of years later and it was Beleza Brazil. Yeah. And I had Beleza Brazil for many years. And in 2016, we changed the name to Bless Bodywear. Um, and we changed the name because um, we wanted to honor God. And he did a couple big miracles in our life. And we just felt at that point, um, it was a very big change in our walk with God. Mm-hmm. And so everything that I was doing and have been doing since was basically to honor him. And so that was the reason for the name change. So that was 2016. Yeah. And that's awesome. And that, um, so, so you originally went to school for design and then you decided, wow, I like to do, I like workout clothes. So you design that and they are, they are great, you guys. So if you have not looked them up, Please look them up. Um, so the blessed body wear, the, the name fits there. They, they, the logo is super awesome. Um, but that leads to the next question that I kind of wanted to talk about. Um, and I've had you on my wellness page before, I think talking about, about this. Um, and that's your husband's story, right? Your husband's healing story. Um, and that's where your God story comes in. Cause you have a healing story as well. So maybe if you want to talk about both or either of those, but your husband's sure. amazing. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll try to keep it short, mm-hmm. but, um, so Terry in 2001, I believe he was, he's originally from Canada. So he was vacationing in the US and he started having heart problems, ended up at the hospital. And you know, when you have travel insurance, the hospital will milk that to, yeah. you know, to the nth degree. So he went through five days of tests. And at the end, um, the cardiologist told him that he had an enlarged heart mm-hmm. and he, ha- he was already in congestive heart failure. Um, he used to be a power lifter and, you know, used the steroids all back in the day, like when, you know, 35 years ago. Oh, yeah, but that's, and that's, I mean, and that's common. I mean, I, I, we've, I've talked about that with the other guys that are kind of with this show too, under gym life media and, um, yeah. and, you know, they're powerlifting and strongmen and stuff. Um, so that's the conversation they have very often. And I think that that's something that definitely fits. Um, and maybe we can hear this story and, you know, you can shed some light on that. So, um, you know, he, he was kind of into that and then that, that enlarged his heart. Yes. And so um, when he was in his 20s in Canada, he had a record for squat like he was a, you know, he was a competitive power lifter and the 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 drugs were were legal like there was oh. it wasn't even illegal to okay. take them. You oh. know, you just went to the doctor and got a script like they didn't even know really what did to your body. So yeah. Years later, when he, he was in the U.S. and he was at the hospital, the guy basically said, you know, I'll give you 10 years, 15 tops, and you're going to need a new heart. Oh. And you're not going to get it because you did this to yourself. So good luck. Yeah, it, wow. it was not very nice. <laughs> wow. 
And he goes, unless you truly change your lifestyle and you remove all stress from your life and, you know, gave him a list of things that he never did. Yeah. Um, it, it, this is what's going to happen. And so he came out of there just basically with a plan for the next 10, 15 years. And he's like, and then I'll be dead. Like truly that's how he lived his life. Wow. And when I met him, you know, I'm very hard headed, and he kind of told me that. And I'm like, no, sure. No, no, you're yeah. fine. You're fine to me. You know, I'm sure you're fine. Yeah. And we dated four to five years and, but he did like every year he would have pneumonia once or twice a year because of the congestive heart failure. He, that there were so many, when he would fly, like he was so swollen that his ankles, like he would go like a knuckle deep. It was so swollen. And all the doctors would do is give him, um, um, diuretics or something like that. Yeah. So anyway, we got married in 2012 and December, 2013, he went into the hospital having all the symptoms of a uh, stroke. And he was again there for five days. And it was really weird because it was a very, it was a great hospital in Vegas when we're living there at the time, but they really didn't give him any options other than a list of medications. Like they did yeah. not talk about lifestyle at all. Yeah. And you know, Terry at the time he was 55, I think. So, and he's like, I'm not taking these drugs. He goes, because the first one is for a symptom, but the second one is to offset the first one. And, yeah. you know, and he's like, I just don't feel good about it. I said, well, you just married me. And so you're not going to die. Yeah. So, no, you're not having that. Yeah. <laughs> not having that. You know, I got plans. Yeah. And I said, um, the five days I was at the hospital, I just prayed and did, I just did research. Yeah. And yeah. at the time there was very little talked about, um, gut health, yep. things that we know now. Yeah. That so, are so what, that was like 2017, you said? That no, 2013. 13. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 2013. We spent New Year's into the uh, 2014. Yeah. So you started so, researching and it was talking about like gut health. And then what, what did that lead you? What did that lead you to for to basically inflammation is the source of all disease, autoimmune disease. Mm -hmm. And I came out of that and I said, I have a plan. God has showed it to me. You just need to tell me you're going to follow. And he's like, okay, which okay. I did all the credit for that because he did follow it and he started and this on was a, all food this was all food it's not like you were throwing a bunch of supplements at him you weren't trying to yeah you know, i was this using this yeah oh no 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 food. it was we did supplements but it was like very Basic. little yeah like, stuff. Yeah. yes so nac and quercetin yeah. and you know Just some immune stuff yeah vitamin yes stuff. yeah and so it was all food and, you know, he's raising at a farm, like he's meat and potato guys, you know, yeah. and, and, uh, he and he's power lifter, like, exactly. <laughs> they you know? need some meat. <laughs> and he changed and he committed to it. And it was, uh, I think it was 12 months and he went back in with a different cardiologist because we changed our insurance. There was a yeah. bunch of stuff that happened that year. We went back and he's like, okay, I need to know. Cause that we, we were thinking about adopting or 
uh, IVF or, you know, yeah, getting something pregnant. like that, mm -hmm. something like that. And he's like, well, I'm not going to do that if I'm going to die. You know, I'm not going to. Yeah. So he went in and he did a whole week of tests. He Oh, he used to also have AFib, atrial fibrillation. So his heart would, and you know, you work, I know you work, you know, with yeah, that program director at the heart disease reversal clinic. So, so, so he had AFib, CHF, and you think that all this was kind of stemmed from some stuff that he did, you know, prior in his life. Um, and so, and so you went plant-based for him. Oh, we were not. Not a hundred percent plant-based to reduce inflammation. It, like, I mean, plant-based to me means primarily plants. Like primarily. you fill your bed, your plate with veggies and you have a little bit of source of protein, whether that's a lean yes. meat or whatnot, obviously at, at the heart disease reversal clinic, it's a little different. Um, yeah. but you know, plant-based to me, is it kind of a, it's a big wide range for me. That's, that's basically, yeah. So that's what we did. And any meat, fish, poultry, whatever that he would have, it would be organic, mm -hmm. um, antibiotic free, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Even, even the eggs. Okay. So, um, but it was minimal. So anyway, that's exactly what we did. We, we create our own green smoothies. Uh, yeah, I remember you sharing those before. Um, and that was just a lot of, just a lot of really, a lot of nutrient rich. Um, exactly. Because, and the smoothies are like, how do you fit all that in through your day? Like you can't. So that's yeah. the way to do it. You know, mm -hmm. you, you just drink it. Cause yeah. So anyway, he went in for a week of tests and when he went for the results, it was his birthday and he's, he, he comes out and he goes, you're not going to believe this. I'm like, why? He goes, the, the technician said he's been doing this for 22 years and he's never seen anybody he was at 35% ejection fraction. EF, yeah, 35%. 12 years before. Mm -hmm. And that day he was at 65. Oh, wow. That's awesome. And, yeah. And, yeah. and he was in his late 50s, you mm -hmm. know, and he goes, there's no sign of enlarged heart mm -hmm. anymore. Mm -hmm. And the AFib is gone and it's yeah. been gone. Praise God. Yeah. No, exactly. Because... I can take zero credit. I give credit to Terry for actually following it. Oh yeah. 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 All yeah. the, all the credit goes to God that showed me what to do. I, I'm not a doctor. I yeah. had well, no you just, idea. And, and, that's, and you, you, you clean, you did lifestyle and you changed the food and it's like, you said, like, and I love that because I think we live in such a, so, and that's a lot of stuff that we, we talk about. I think you and I too, we just hear, it's just like supplement, 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 yeah. take this, take this, take this. And it's like, no, <laughs> we don't have to do all of that. Like right. let's do these things and cover the basics. And so that's almost um, what he was following was obviously you gave him like some specific like smoothies in, in regards to get all of those nutrients in. Cause like, who's going to eat all that stuff, especially coming from somebody that's a meat and potato guy. Right. Um, it's like, here, just drink this taste decent. Right. Just drink it. You want to live, right. Exactly. <laughs> um, you know, and, and to change that, it's almost like almost a Mediterranean style nutrition is that kind of how how that is because that's something that I if people ask me like what do you eat I'm like I don't know I guess if you wanted to compare it it would be more Mediterranean ish yeah I I think so I think that's probably it and I'm like, you know, like I don't like to put it in a box mm -hmm. but yep. you know what I did I typed up anti-inflammatory foods and there's a list mm -hmm. and I used to focus on getting the most amount of the anti-inflammatory foods yep. and the least amount of the inflammatory foods. Perfect. And that's that. Like, yep. 
Yep. And how long ago was that again? That was how many years ago? So that was 2014 that we started. And so what? That's uh, eight years ago. And he's still. And now he's like clean bill of health. And he's just changed his life. I love that story so much. Like I can't get enough of it. Um, and that's, that's so awesome. And then now blessed body wear, and then you got your babies, um, right. you know, and, and all of that. And, um, and you also have a, a little healing story of your own, if you, if you want to share that and that, is that kind of stem from competing? Is that kind of what you were? Well, to? I, you know, I can't really truly blame it all on competing. I feel like competing was attractive to me because I was already coming from an kind of an unhealthy, I, yeah. I don't feel I've ever had an eating disorder, but I did have a bit of body dysmorphia and I definitely yeah. had an obsession with food and like good foods, bad foods. Yeah. And it started when I was a teen. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up and I was very thin, very, very, very thin up until I hit puberty. And then I developed and I feel like I looked very different than my mom. My mom is built different than me. Like she's just very thin frame mm-hmm. and I changed. Like I, I am muscular naturally and, you know, built differently. And it was almost like, uh, you know, and understand like my mom is 80. Like she was raised at a completely different time. Yeah. And she just like got concerned about my weight. Oh. and how that would affect me like but she be, she kind of made it a problem when it wasn't mm-hmm. and so I started to like bad foods I would hide and eat you know yeah so anyway I started on the diet cycle then mm-hmm. and I never really got off of it and then I started competing which is that you know you get on your pre uh, your, plans, uh, your, yeah. your plan and you follow and then you compete and then you binge and, you know? yeah. and I think that, like, that's part of the sport I think and and I'm like you like I still love the sport I, I right. I'm an advocate for the sport I I think there's healthier ways to do it for sure but I I don't regret any of what I did um I think right. it just shaped us to who we are Absolutely. um and it's and it's it's fun to be in this generation of it don't you think like to look down and you get to um and I, I do too but not on the level you do you get to be a, a, such a big part of a lot of these even competitors and just kind of fitness lifestyle um individuals because of your clothing line so that's yeah. that's really cool yes and you know what I, I I do feel blessed to have been part of that old school generation of competitors uh right now the sport has changed so much just the fact that there's so many competitors you know and we used to have such a like a close group of people and it was we did we would all show up at the same competition and we would kind of know and that's what i was trying to explain to to one of the the people i was talking to about i was like well you kind of know like you 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 make top five and you kind of stay there and you become right. like the top 10 people and you just right. kind of travel around and you know and that's how we all kind of got close and i don't know yes. that it's like that anymore um it's I, I think it's a little different like you said i think there's a lot more opportunities for people to get their pro cards and all that kind of thing um sure. which, which is good um you know it brings more people in it but also can have its its downside as well because like you said it's right as um as close-knit which was so unique and so fun so fun so Mm -hmm. fun for us so anyway I competed for eight years um 
a lot of shows. And I, you know, one of the things that at the time I was in a marriage that ended up in divorce. So it wasn't a very healthy place in my life and competing really filled that void for me. So it became even more so my everything. So I competed all year, as many shows I could do. And it became like, I, I didn't know anymore how to live life without that in my life. Yeah. And when I, when I felt like I was done, um, I still had modeling, which, you know, uh, it, but it's different because, you know, my husband is a photographer. I do my modeling all with him. So it's completely different. You have to be um, dedicated to that. It's like you're, you don't have the commitment of going on stage and putting on your yeah. suit. It, it is. Yeah, I, I would believe that was different. I And that's and, and you do, and, and let's give Terry a little bit of platform, too, because he he's an amazing photographer and he's been published in all of the major right. magazines and um, and all of that too. So he's does amazing work. And you guys also have, um, you know, you guys have a podcast. You have, right. a, does he have a blog? Is that what he's doing now too? Cause he did. And then he didn't. And now he does. Is that kind of picked back up? Yes. Yeah. So he started writing again. And, uh, so he has goodladandscripted.com where he has his podcast and he writes and he writes, um, about unscripted. So yeah. anything, anything it's like, for him, it's just, um, that's his outlet. Writing is his outlet. Um, that's his, he is an introvert, but he can get all of his stuff out in, uh, in, in words, you know, when he writes them. Yeah. And so um, he does that and he's kind of retired from photography other than Blast Bodywear. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he did everything, accomplished everything he could with it, but he has transitioned kind of back to his first love, which was, he was a SWAT cop and he, you know, in Canada and okay. now he, he's now doing uh, private security oh, and good. we moved to Florida. So he's starting it here and it's just for him um, being creative is such an outlet that it became, it, it wasn't anymore what he enjoyed doing for pay mm-hmm. because it's like a painters to, you yeah. know, a, I think any artist is hard for them to not just flow with their imagination and yeah. to be put in a box or said, you know, I want, I want the, the, the picture to look this way. And I don't know, like, I yeah. don't know, but it's just not yeah. fun for him. Yeah. And so he kind of stepped away from that, but yeah, we do that podcast and then we have a new one, which is a family one that is it's called living blessed. Yes. I love yeah. that one. Mm-hmm. And we're about to pick it up again because um, honestly, the end of last year was really hard for me. I was yeah. extremely depressed. Um, we closed our license uh, as foster parents and one little boy that we raised for five years, he went back with, uh, with his biological family mm-hmm. and um, we are all really mourning yeah. and it's been a very big transition. So I just gave myself some time yeah of course like, yeah process that you know and and be there for my kids and 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 like that so but we're gonna we're doing better and god's good and yep. and you guys are and you guys are getting back to it and like i said um just kind of you know i guess kind of like wrapping this up and and just to say like 
you guys have been through all of these things and the base of your life was fitness. You guys are both, you know, fitness, yeah. we can say fitness freaks if you want to, but it kind of, yes. you know, it, it was meant so much to our life and you kind of let it go. And, and, you know, there's something missing that was inside you and you, it, you brought it back and, and you have learned to fit all of that in despite of all of the things that you've been going through and the importance of it, um, you've realized, and it's just different for you now. Cause he still works out. I see, you know, he's, you guys kind of go back to the gym and together, yep. so he still does that obviously for, for his health. And then you do too. And you guys are just like, just such great examples of being able to do all of these things. Um, but still keep your health. Even if you say like, Oh, you know, I was just, I just wasn't really in the gym. You guys, Anna is beautiful. You guys can see that, but, um, you know, even if you say that, like you, you still, you, you went in and now you're like, no, this is important. This is my me time. And you kind of resurfaced now, um, to realize the importance of fitness in a different way, but something was like missing in your soul. Like I would say, like, I, I need that. It's, it's just Absolutely. in me. Yeah. So you guys you know, are for, a great example. For so long, we, we focus on the outside because mm -hmm. that's what we're brainwashed to think, mm -hmm. you know, and for Terry was how strong he is, you yeah, know, yeah. like, for the guys but you know finally you get to a point in your life where you see the internal benefits and the mental benefits of it and you're like okay I get it you know where you you prioritize it just like you brush your teeth every day or you're gonna end up with none yeah you know <laughs> you, right. you, you have to do it you yeah. have to do it it's, yeah do your it's kids work out Huh? Your kids work out with you sometimes? Like, are they? All the time. Aww. My girls, you know what I love? I love because my oldest, she's, she's six. And she's like, mom, look, look. And she's like, showing me her muscles, you know? And I'm like. Yes, you're <gasps> you're so like, I love it. I love it. I love it. I think it's so healthy. Like, they just like to move. They mm -hmm. watch very little tv yeah and i mean that's a whole nother show but yeah we'll, um, we'll have to do a whole kid show a kid um, show okay. yes to talk about your homeschooling because you know like me you and i talked about that before we jumped on you know like yeah. i'm trying kind of trying my hand at that and i'm just like oh my gosh i don't think i can do this um you know so there's i would love to have that conversation too maybe we can pull a couple Ab people on mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely but yeah i feel like you know they're watching everything you do so it's not what you say it's what you do Mm -hmm. You know, and I know that when we eat, like my girls, they, my, my little boy, he's three and he's extremely picky. Um, but my girls, they try everything, every fruit, vegetable, whatever, you know, and they love all the other kid foods too. Yeah, yeah for sure. I, I would say that like, if you put it on a plate, they'll eat it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. right. And so I think it's like, yeah, well, you know. If, if my parents eat it, it can't be that bad. Well, yeah, it's, it's normal. And I, and I'm a big person to say like, it's, it's almost challenging in the world. So, so your kids are at home, but they're around other kids and families and whatnot. Right. Um, so sure. they see, they see those things. Um, but I did, I had to get rid of something on there. Um, but I would say it's, it's challenging to educate without isolating, you know, to, to make your kids aware of healthy choices, but don't make them judgmental by any means, um, right. you know, and to make them recognize like, Hey, you know, eating healthy is good and fun. And this is the way we honor our bodies. Right. Um, you know, and, but those other foods are okay sometimes too, you know, sure. so it's kind of like, it's kind of, you have to find that, that middle ground. And it is, it's challenging. I think it's challenging, you know, at every age it, as they get a little bit different, but you know, you've sure. been good at getting their palates ready and just normalizing eating well. And I, 
I feel like, like, again, we get this really super fun generation that we're in now, um, to where we get to share, we've gone through all of our thing. We get to share that with our kids and, and change those generations. So hopefully, you know, hopefully, yes, (laughs) (laughs) we can do that. So, um, anyways, Anna, I just am so happy that you jumped on with me for this little interview. Um, you guys, this is my second episode, um, at living fit. And, um, and Anna is my first zoom. So she kind of helped me fumble through this whole thing. So I appreciate you so much. And where can everybody reach you? Because, um, you are all over and she is definitely worth the follow. You guys, the story is amazing. Again, if you guys like fitness clothes at all, or if you like (laughs) nice soft leggings, please visit her site. So go ahead and um, let's see where we can reach you. Oh, thank you. Well, I am on Instagram, not as much. I am on Facebook all the time, Anna Tigre, A-N-A-T-I-G-R-E. And then Blessed Bodywear. I, I just would say we have a, a group on Facebook that it, that is the best place to interact and to ask yeah. questions. You know, I was talking to a client this morning and shopping online, it's so cold, you know, you see something on the screen and you don't know if it's made in China and there's just a marketing company there telling you that it's going to look amazing. And then it comes in the mail and it fits awful. And I've done that a million times. I'm like, Oh Oh, yeah. You know? And, and for me, like, this is my life. Like this is my other baby. And I am there for my clients and I want to be to answer any and all questions. I'm always, you know, you can always reach me, Anna Tigre at me.com. Yep, and she email. is the designer and the owner and she is talking to you. She is the one talking right. to you. She's not sending it along the way to somebody else. Right. So that's so awesome. And we do all of our manufacturing here in the U.S., mm-hmm. you know, we buy the fabric, I make the patterns, we have our, our, our sewers, like we do everything. So it's yeah. really a boutique, um, but it's online. And so I want people to feel like they are being, personal. they have this, it's a very personal experience. Yeah, and it is, it so really, truly is, yeah. Join our group, you know, no pressure. Just yeah, oh yeah, and it's fun and you share fitness stuff in there too. So it's, it's you know, it's it's an interaction type really? thing. Everybody's talking, to, everybody's talking about the the leggings and the, and the sports stops and all that kind of stuff that's in there. So they can find you on your group. They can find you on Instagram. Um, and then the website for Blessed Bodywear is blessedbodywear.com, correct? And then, um, and then the, the podcast, um, what are those? So- Good Lad Unscripted is Terry's podcast. And then the uh, livingblessed.tv is is the family one. That's when we talk about our our kids and our story and foster parenting and just all of it. Parenting is hard. So many layers. So many. I'm 46 and Terry's 62. And we have. I love that. I wanted to talk about that. (laughs) I wanted to talk about that, but I wasn't sure if you wanted to talk about that. But I mean, I. I own, I own being 40. I'm like, I'm 40. I celebrating. It's amazing. Um, Oh yeah, no, I'm soon to be 47. Yeah. And I have, you know, a three-year-old and yeah. so see fitness, very important. Too young. That's right. Well, Anna, thank you so much. I so appreciate you. I grew up in a place where they told you what to chase, told you how to run the race.